変身Buddy, it is a uh, Gluck Gluck 3000 season on episode 169 of Common Ride with me. I'm host <laughs> Kip with me is Come 6 What's good, bro? Uh, not much, you know, just uh, doing some uh, TV catching up. There's a lot of like old series where I'm like, I haven't seen the end of you. I should go watch that, you know. What about you? What's uh, what's some of the old series you're checking out? Uh, Into the Badlands. Have you watched that one? Mm, I forgot about that. Yeah, I started and I dropped it for some strange reason. It has like a super tight first season, and then like it kind of just like stuff happens a little bit, but it's still cool as mm-hmm. it goes on. How far do you get? Do you know, like first season, second season? Definitely somewhere in the first. Mm. The second season adds like Nick Frost in it, and it's a weird fit, but it kind of works. <laughs> okay. I like, um, have really wanted to like watch like genre stuff that like has like aesthetic and costumes like more lately because like I. After watching like the f- first episode of like uh, the last of us, I was like, man, I like sci-fi and fantasy where they like <laughs> go places and do things besides be sad in towns I know that are kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence about the new uh, Last of Us series too. I mean, it's not. I can't even say like doing it for me, but it's like a it's like a weird hang if you know what I mean. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, like sometimes it's just like. We spent so long with like zombie fiction, like depressing prestige TV. Yeah, post apocalyptic stuff doesn't really do it for me anymore. Yeah. How many seasons did you get into The Walking Dead before you dropped it? Like three, four, seven? Uh, I dropped it after the whole Negan thing. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean though? Because I think there's like four of those. Uh, so uh, when uh, when he like showed up in like the bat. Yeah, the bat stuff. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but the bat stuff. And then around that time, I started reading it, and the read was so much better. I'm like, why did they take all all this shit? So I like was binge reading it, and then I dropped it for some reason. I think I caught up, and I just once you catch up, like binge reading, you kind of like it's kind of hard to be like week to week. Mm, no, I just can't take them anymore. They're like just like kind of like boring now, you know? Yeah, the whole zombie thing is kind of like been like oversaturated played out um not really innovative anymore i mean even though like last of us isn't technically a zombie uh show it, it is it is though you know what i'm saying like but it's plants it's fungi like, uh, yeah but i haven't really seen anything like nuance with that kind of genre though but uh it's plants versus zombies <laughs> yeah it's just like right now i'm in a weird spot as far as like uh watching content like, I feel like all the new shit stuff, like, shows, I'm not really into. <clears throat> so I've been itching and going back and, like, rewatching like a lot of, like, old stuff that I, like, missed or that I really loved. So I'm there. But uh, as far as new stuff, I just saw this really cool 
uh, elevated horror movie. I guess it's new jam, like what we call like horror movies in today's age. Elevated horror. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I hate that shit. But, um, <laughs> I think just like enjoy a genre. Like um, like that happened with um speculative fiction. Like instead of sci fi, no, you're sci fi. You're just <laughs> about characters. Shut up. But no. Um, what are you watching? Uh, it's called Infinity Pools. Have you seen a trailer for that yet? Uh, that's uh the not David Cronenberg, but his son, right? Yeah, it's pretty dope. I actually really, really enjoyed it. Like the premise was cool, kept me engaged. Didn't really know exactly where they're gonna go with the movie, and it it kind of ended on a really cool, like open ended type thing. So it's pretty dope. No, oh, yeah, I um love Cronenberg, but like I'm also just like not as big a horror guy. So like the part of me is like, man, I love a good practical effect. Like put a VHS in that man, but then also like you know. So he has like this really cool like uh sequence when it like there's like something that happens like a drug like scene and it's all practical. So everybody's like raving about it. Like I can't believe he made that practical. So it's pretty dope if you like are interested in seeing it. You probably throw it on Plex one day. Oh yeah, probably. Uh it's, yeah, it's called Infinity Pools, but uh it's in like a, uh one of the art, art art houses where I live. But it's also an AMC, so I just went there to see it. No, yeah. I um love going to like a like local or like indie theater and like watching stuff is like sometimes they have like super commercial indie stuff sometimes they have like weird stuff too and you're like oh what's this <laughs> this is great yeah i was gonna uh wasn't even gonna go see it but i saw that it was at the art house but i have a subscription with amc so i just went there to go see it part of my subscription yeah but no yeah um it's good to branch out too because i like definitely like have times where I'm like, man, I'm like tired of all this like toku shit. Like, let's watch Columbo or something, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Gotta cleanse your palate. Yeah. But uh no, uh today uh we have a full meal of uh stuff though with our toku shit. Yeah, this is a toku buffet, guys. Yeah. Um so for right now in the Hoji Club, uh, we're continuing on with uh Kamer de Geats, uh today episodes twenty twenty one. And then uh, we are coming to the end of our uh, return to Comrade Build and Jetman, episode 45 of both shows. So um, let's start with uh, Geats, though, um, which is uh, episode 20, Divergence 4, Delivery from the Jamato. Episode 21, Divergence 5, Gazer's Hammer. What do you think of like, uh, these like um, backstage like reality like TV segments that like are like starting these episodes here? Uh, I'm a fan of them. Kind of like takes me back to like, you know, watching like Real World or uh, what's the other one? Real World and Road Rules. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a throwback to one of those. And uh, the commentating is really cool. And was there an F-bomb dropped in one of them? I forget. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. In 21, it starts with um, with Michinaga. And like, he's just like, yeah, like, I don't care about the fucking audience or whatever. <laughs> And like that might just be like a different translation because like there's some different groups that we're like using, uh, but some groups definitely do uh translate things a little harder. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah, I know. Uh but um 20 starts this like weird scene of like Kawa's sister calls him and is like, I can't go on. She's holding a knife and it's like cause she can't open a pineapple she got. Uh but it's a gift she was told to eat by sunset. And nobody's like, Man, that's weird. Anyway, let's get back to hanging out. <laughs> But um, what they find out is that the Germano sent a bomb threat to the DGP. And I'm like, this is a weird turn of events. Like, okay, so now they can write, now they can write bomb threats? 
Yeah. And we see like two people that like um have bomb threats in their family and they like stop them. We don't see everybody else who got a bomb in their house from like some fruit. So Mm-mm. I wonder if like more people died here. I don't know. <laughs> off off scene. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. But um as like this first episode like goes on though, there's like little moments of like the team being betrayed and we see like shots of like Saya like watching and stuff like including like Ace like just gets his like magnum back and then like okay we get like they get like bombed by an apple and they're like oh like who would have done this and she's being like set up to be suspicious here you know mm-hmm. and um <laughs> I like the fruit it's a very fun like gag just like let's like throw fruit around and like let's have some like bombs go off it's a very like fun like low budget like Anytime I see like fruit like this in like a uh, camaraderie show, I always think about game for some reason. <laughs> what was the one in um Jetman? Remember the like demons that turn people like into like uh, yeah. pineapples? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. it. I forgot about that. A lot of shit happens in that show. Yeah, it does. But um, one scene that's kind of cool though is that like we see like Neon's parents like they find Kwa's sister is like attached to this bomb and like neon's mom is like this is too scary like she has to go and like her dad's like it's fine and she's like it's fine and like her mom calls her be like hey you have to like leave this game and that's kind of a cool moment to be like wait <laughs> like you're watching this like you know what's going on you've seen your daughter before mm-hmm. and yeah um we get a new character though um baroba a goth heterochromia sponsor that East jelly beans like they're tardigrades and has like heart under her eye and what do you think about her you like her character i think she's definitely uh some real jrpg character to be like i like the monsters and i'm here and she's really danganronpa i guess is what i call her yeah i didn't expect her to be the jamato's sponsor though that was kind of nuts i was like what you know how mad you would be if you're like hey we have this special game can people save like the like earth and they're like Man, people keep, like keep sponsoring the monsters. <laughs> She's very much like just like here to cause some stuff though, and like I like the way like everybody's getting sponsors and like forming factions too. Yeah, her and uh, Buffa kind of like have like the same like agenda, so th- they match pretty well. Yeah, and like it's very interesting that like everyone's annoyed that she's sponsoring the Dramato, but they can't stop her or bar her for being part of it. <laughs> so, yeah, what's going on with this? Like, how important are the sponsors? Um, and then, um, I think later on they have this conversation where she's like, Oh, together we can steal the goddess of creation. I'm like, What's this? I have a theory about who that could be if you want to hear it. Yeah, so there's a rumor or theory going around that it's Masumi. Oh, um, the real mom of Ace, or like who he thinks is his mom. Yeah, she's the goddess of creation. Well, that makes sense. And the theory goes, She created ace to kind of like if something was to happen to her to bring her back or to find her so mm. she's not even like really his mother she's kind of like her his creator which would be kind of like along the lines of what we, th- we kind of think it is right we don't think it's his mom i think that um there's definitely a lot more going on because like um in the second episode like there's that scene where like ace talks to neon to talk to naramu and they like have lunch at this like spinning table like very like japanese lunch place and they're like hmm you're not from this era then there's like oh like neither are you ace you're not from this time either Mm this dimension Mm -hmm. what do you think about like um learning more about like 
how say is this athlete and like her family's on the like verge of like losing everything if she can't keep competing and that kind of stuff her whole background yeah the the, the backstory is pretty cool but i feel like it's always like like the most like evil or up to summit characters always have like a sappy story so it kind of like fit that trope <laughs> i still like that guy uh who is just like if i can't play basketball like i like give up oh yeah he said fuck this like i want to end the world <laughs> like why don't you just wish for be a better basketball player bro like yeah i know um and like mid-game though we see like kawa fights a truck and then like that's when buffa shows up he like steals the like zombie buckle back or like it's like no that's later um that's when buffa shows up and like fights ace and they're like fighting this like big long battle and like he's like deflecting like bolts off his horn it's like oh like this is like a really pitched battle and like it's very upsetting but also like in the end too he has his own like approval rating which is like what's going on with the game guys? <laughs> yeah uh but yeah like he's really cool so far as like this like spoiler like this like character that's like here just to like be like a mini boss i guess almost like mm-hmm. fight versus them but no um kawa though does steal the zombie buckle from seiya and defeats the jamato to get the red wire to know that like, he has to cut the red wire to save his sister is all this stuff it's like okay she's saved but um <laughs> there's a scene where the like sponsor for ace gene like sees like the goth girl come in and like just points a gun at her <laughs> sideways <laughs> yeah and they have this whole this whole conversation where, like oh like only like people support writers can be here but also he seems intrigued that she has a jamato one is like oh man this dude might be my dude's fated rival this is this is great this is exactly what i wanted and like i like the whole like there's a bunch of people like fans of the tropes of this because it doesn't really affect them but like i hope that they all get eaten alive <laughs> yeah i mean yeah me too oh uh, but no um the first episode ends though with a card with a disaster mission in the hands of Seiya. And then we move to 21, where we get that uh, cool behind the scenes. And then um, now Daichi's back. He's like, hey, what's up? I got taken out, but now I'm back. <laughs> and I wonder, like, how pitched this battle's going to get. Is it, like, going to, to like, turn into, like, all-out war soon? Or, like, what's going to happen? I don't know. But no, um, now Seiya's family is being targeted by melons, though. And um, that's when Big Meech comes back and gets his zombie back is fighting more and then um it's kind of brutal though he's like being begged by her to like have mercy and like let her have this like power that she needs to like save her family he's like no at this point though um some small stuff happens but we get to the end of the episode which is like big scene where like now say like gets a like a like power gets like the like boost power she's like going to kill the Jamato to save her family. And she does with like, the help of like uh, Ace. And um, <laughs> she saves her family, but admits to being the disaster. And what do you think of that here? Um, I thought I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was a disaster. And then um, I was just shocked she voted for herself. That was kind of mm. weird. And then we find out what happens. Yeah. And what do you think about that whole reveal there at the end uh i feel like it made the, the episode before it a lot better just because they misled us into thinking that uh 
that she was a disaster, but really it was Neon the whole time. And you kind of called that a few episodes back. So kudos for you. You get props. Last game I called it because she met her dad. I was like, oh, is she going to like betray Ace to like make this game happen? But no, I think she's just like working with her dad now. She's like the cat birds, you know, just kind of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to win by not having to win. Yeah. So kudos to you. It's cool because like she's also like knows these guys from multiple times over now. She's like really connected to them too. So she's kind of like, man, this next arc is going to be big, you know? Mm hmm. Um, and then of course, perhaps the coolest part of this whole chunk though is that um we see Sinaramu confront our boy Buffa and say, You don't deserve to exist, and he transforms. And what do you think of his form in this fight? Uh I thought it was clean clean, and I always like like power-ups like that, like projectile, like they could do shields and attacks. So uh I'm cool with it. What'd you think? I loved how like his power as the game admin was like so much stronger and he was just this like weird dude and it wasn't like just immediately like he got jobbed out because like oh like buff is so bad you know yeah and like it feels like for a while he'll be like relevant as things go on because he's just like so far above everyone right now he has these weird like powers um i did like how like in the end like his big like even gellian attack where he just like goes in the air becomes like a wing like crucifix <laughs> <laughs> And like stomps his dude in the ground. Yeah. Oh, but in the end, he's like, "How oh, you've cheated death twice. Ha ha ha. And you got some dirt to me one time. You are real. I'm going to let you live now that you're like barely got the zombie buckle on and like barely alive. Broken in two. Mm-hmm. But no. Um, And yeah, so Geats, it's kind of surprising how early the show is. Like we're not even quite at the halfway point. It's like just episode like 20 and 21 like this is definitely like about to get to like the like major shakeups in the show too so i'm like glad we have a pretty solid cast we've had lots of characters like two where they could like bring people back to like be villains or whatever too so it's kind of a cool uh change yeah i think uh do you see the show transitioning into making uh nuramu the uh main antagonist or do you think we're gonna stay in jamato land for a while I think that um, we're going to go to big interfactional war where people aren't taking the Jamato seriously for a while. And it could be like, oh, man, now we're all getting eaten alive by these super advanced dudes and we're all dying because we just yeah. fought. Watch Archie Metal be the main antagonist over the whole show. <laughs> oh, that dude is so ready to get like covered in vines and get real messed up <laughs> and fight someone. Yeah, I can see him turning himself into like a Jamato writer or some shit. Mm. And like I think too that um there's lots of characters like who would you like to see this like been like retired or whatever like come back at this point like is there a... uh punk punk jack yeah see him again um yeah punk jack about it no oh, yeah um we could definitely see that basketball guy honestly there's another cool character that's not coming to mind but um uh was it I'm trying to think uh the uh, uh, the like con artist dude. Yeah, the double cross guy. He, yeah, I like him. Yeah, we're like, he said something one time. I was like, man, like I've paid for my crimes. Like you've never been to jail, you've never been caught. Mm-hmm. That's a good dude. No, uh, just it's hard to talk like too much about like Geese because like the other two shows are just, like in their end game now, and there's, there's a lot going on. But <laughs> it's a solid show. Yeah, and. Uh, 
a show that's uh very easy to follow a lot of coherent stuff happening slowly <laughs> and with purpose is Kamen Rider Build now I don't want to shit too much on this show um so episode 45 of Kamen Rider Build starts with the site is a hope and my question for you uh senpai is could you follow what was going on entirely here Bro, I thought I was the only one. Like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I went yeah, back a few times. It was, I, I watched it once, and I'm just like, man, I hope Kip has a cool synopsis for this episode because it's kind of hard to keep up. But I get the gist of it, though. <clears throat> I'm going to give my quick, breathless synopsis, which is, Seto's dad says my plan went exactly how I wanted. Hevolt's not dead. He's liquefied. His DNA's in this driver. Now it's in this milk jug, and I'm carrying it. And he wanted me to revive him, but I'm not going to do that. And together, our true plan was to make the Black Pandora panel. It was his true goal. It drove him to use his own body. Why could he do that if only humans could? Because when he got hit by the genius bottle, he got human emotions and became a lost smash. And then he's sorry for deceiving them. But then when he saw the Skywall disaster, which was just a wall that separated one country on a huge planet, he was like, I got to destroy the world and make a new one. That's the only way to fix this. Mm -hmm. And with the panel, you can warp to any planet as long as it's not Mars. Uh, he didn't say the last part, but I think that's implied um, of the show. Just never go to Mars. I thought uh, we were about to go there for a brief second when they went into space. Uh, that part is actually like, a cool part we're talking about though that's like a good moment yeah i'm like why can't we just hang out in space for a while like what the hell and then he says oh yeah well someone grabbed the pandora this is like the biggest MacGuffin of the whole series treat it with some respect uh but no um but then Evolt is actually alive because he jizzed some dna out to <laughs> it's semi <laughs> and he kills Santa's dad um and he fights and then he gets his jar open and uh, and he's back being a vault, but he's scorpion formed because we find out later he possessed Kazumi to get the bottles back or whatever. So then um, at the base, Sento has trading cards to build across the and he says, what's a white panel? How do I make the like this like hazard trigger? You know, I wish they at some point talked about why he wanted the hazard trigger to be more than just a berserk button because it's never come up till now. Like this show likes to have stuff come up and be major problems for like characters that have like bothered them forever as soon as it's convenient and then stop as soon as it is. Yeah. The one cool part of the episode that like I really liked from a storytelling perspective though was that Sento talks to Katsuragi who's like trapped in a quarter of his own mind to be like, hey, you can't just give our dad's death meaning. He like was not a good person, which is like a cool conversation. Mm -hmm. oh. <clears throat> in the end, though, Evolt fights them and he evolves into an alien. And he is so much stronger than them all that he was so much stronger than before, even more now. And <laughs> Hiromu has the line of the fucking show when he says Evolt has evolved. <laughs> 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 I was like, damn, dude, you're great. Yeah, killed it. He beats them all so bad, and Sento can't become genius. And then he grabs him like it's a finisher from like a fighting game and like teleports to another planet that's like green colored in ruins and translucent people with data faces. And he eats the planet, saying he only wants to be the only thing left in the universe. And this was some cool shit. This should have happened way earlier in this show. 
Yeah, I don't understand why he saved it till now. Um, and then his hands get even stronger, and he beats up Sento. Um, but then Sento and all the boys say, "We need to believe in things." And my dad, and they all transform again and like power up and fight versus th- this new form of like a vault that like one shot of them all and kick him so hard that the panel pops out and two bottles go pure. The vault's like, oh, filthy humans as he reverts back to not being alien and leaves. And then Sento's like, my dad was a force ghost and I miss him, (laughs) I think. (laughs) And then there's this random scene of like new governors being elected for the three countries as if that's mattered like 15 episodes. Yeah, like what? (laughs) I forgot forgot about the jurisdictions for sure. Like I'm like, wait a minute, what? Hoko was it uh damn I forgot all the uh the three different subdivisions. Hokoto, Sato, and something. Yeah, bro, that's bad. That is horrible. We did take a break, but yeah, it's definitely um Toto. Toto, yeah. Because they're in Toto and they're going to the other places, which is why we probably don't know it, but yeah. Um and as they're being explained. Hutsebi shows up and is like, hey, government. And then, like, gets choked by a vault. He's like, I'm going to do things. <laughs> and you know what I realized in this episode about a vault, which makes this all make sense? What? He started out, he was this cool alien dude with powers and, like, kind of secretive and, like, could overpower people. He starts out Frieza. Mm. He goes perfect life form. He's Cell. Mm-hmm. Then he turns into goo that can't die and goes on for too long. He's Boo. Oh, wow. You never go full boo. Damn. Stole the DBZ plot. He's been all of the main villains for DBZ in this show, and that's why it jumped the gut, I think. Yeah, even his one uh, suit looks like Frieza, like Loki. I love when Majin Buu is, like, possessing people and, like, becoming, like, weird forms. <laughs> yeah. But he's doing that right now. It's like, oh, like, and now I'm... Like, he literally became, like, his form of, like, what if I was build? What if I was cross Z? Like mm-hmm. he took over who sent me here. It's like, I like, you know, yep. <laughs> when I realized that, I was like, man, Gentoku is just Vegeta. The hell bros are the androids. Fucking the like three crows are the Ginyu force. It's all kind oh, of, Oh man. Think you're on to something, bro. His form for being the alien also had like the head tail from Majin Buu too. And I was like, man, this is kind of on the nose. Yeah. But no, uh, what's your view on where did, <laughs> Where, if it did, did Dragon Ball Z jump the shark for you? Jump the ship. Uh, I was kind of a crazy kid. I liked all the arcs. But if I had to nitpick it, it would have to be around the Majin Buu saga. Kind of like started nosediving for me. No, like that's kind of the same as me. We're like, I loved Cup at Home and be like, oh man, there's a new form of Buu. This is crazy. But also it wasn't as good as like on like Namek or anything. Nah, bro. It, it, at that point, it wasn't hitting like it was. Like, they had some really cool arcs, but the the Majin Buu arc would probably be my least my least favorite. It was still like beloved and like popular enough though that it like had its own like generational like influence though. So it's kind of like weird here to be like, let's do the Majin Buu shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Why would you pick that part? But no, uh, just. How great would it be if he had just died last episode and they're like, oh, now there's this new guy. Bro, it, I thought they really got rid of him, but silly me. He jizzed and came back. 
Yeah, just like that. Uh, I mean, just he. <laughs> they start the episode by such a time like he's not really dead. Then what was the point of that whole thing? Yeah, like that's what you whispered. Like what the fuck? Get the white panel. The what? Yeah. <laughs> now there's a white panel. Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere, he doesn't know about it though. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? It doesn't mean anything to me. That'll cover the plot holes right there. It's because he doesn't know about it, okay? Yeah. But no, Um, I wish I'd cared a little bit more, but like it was like, oh, man, now all the writers are hearing music and they're jumping through flames. And I was like, oh, man, this is climactic, question mark? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think when they started to like, jump through flames and the song was playing? Where you're like, oh, man, this is a really good arc. Nah, that's the last thing I was thinking. Uh, good on that for jumping through flames. Though. That was kind of cool visual. <laughs> Maybe this white panel will m- make it all make sense. Yeah, hopefully. What if it sticks the landing and like goes to Mars? Is great. Yo, I will take everything bad I said about this show back if it sticks the landing with the white panel. <laughs> How could it? <laughs> I don't know. Our last episode though, um, Terry Seth Jetman, episode forty-five, uh, the hot milk of victory, and what a title. Yeah, and it was explained at the end of the episode, so. <laughs> yeah, um, so the team has been split up last time, and um, Guy and, like, Ryu are, like, not captured, but the girls and Raida are, and, like, Kaoru's all sad, and, like, oh, like, Akko's all sad, and, oh, no, like, Raita's trying, like, I mean, that's, like, a, like, cool scene where he breaks out for a second, but um, the mechs have to be fixed, and there's infighting and what do you think when rad sabotage things oh i fucking loved it bro <laughs> bro i'm not gonna lie bro i think i think rad might be number one in Byron right now gray's been kind of coasting he got cocky he was just too cool they couldn't do anything with him like man this is the like cool black and mild wine drink. yeah he just got too cool like now like rad's just like fucking going crazy about this transition so yeah man i'm a, I'm a huge rad fan right now because Rad's so uncool that he's awesome. He's just like constantly getting in fights, get his ass kicked. <laughs> he's so desperate. It's like you kind of want to root for him. It's like, bro. Yeah, I know. Uh, and like um, in that last scene where he was like in the tunnel, like I thought that was the cave from when he was human. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, it might be the same cave. Maybe. They just repurposed it. But no, um, I love the shots of like like um when veronica reappears in the city they like were using like a model city so they had to make like buildings that stand out so there's like one completely like yellow building there's like a blue building he's like oh this is great (laughs) but um it's just after they've completed their basic repairs so the uh remaining two jetmen fly out after claiming that oh if we win this i'll like buy you a drink and it's like ha i'm the red ranger i like hot milk <laughs> and uh they fight and then um ryu goes inside after rad sabotage goes off leaving guy by himself and then like so <laughs> rad fights transa gets captured and then like he's like so mad he like starts to drain from like the like robot and is like breaking out and he's like like turning half his monster form and he's like turning half like he's not there like his yeah. arm is empty like he went like invisible or inside of 
Veronica or something? I don't know what's going on there. I bet it's going to be like some weird power or something like he's like now finding maybe. Uh, you're like teasing it. Okay, that makes sense. When he showed up, like no armor, like just like on the walls, like what? <laughs> <laughs> he frees the like jet man is like, you're my prey. Don't die to trans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right. But the team has damaged Transa, and then they all get back in their mech. And then Tetra Boy comes out. And um, in the uh, notes right here, under the Jetman episode, there's a like, YouTube link. I'm going like, to check that out really quick. Um, that's Chandron. That's a couple years after Jetman. That's what we're covering on the book club right now, and it's a very weird <laughs> like comedy show. It's great. Um, it's one of the best shows I've seen on, like, coming ride with me like even though the token hmm. bars kind of suck but uh like it's all about like monsters who like come to the human world because their world's like been destroyed they like have to work normal jobs and they get depressed <laughs> and stuff and oh, that's cool yeah but um it's uh the same head writer from that show works on this show so when tetra boy did the same attack when he entered their like beam and like mm. made a hole in them i was like oh damn okay Sometimes you got like one or two ideas, but <laughs> yeah, it works. The commander has reprogrammed Tetra Boy to get in their attack to punch in the laser. And that's how they destroy Veronica. And Tranza has blood coming from his head when he returns to him. Oh, shit. I do bleed. <laughs> and he loves it. But yeah, um, just a solid jet man. Um, I so much more know what I want to happen like in this final arc for Jetman has like two more episodes left in build. And just I love that <laughs> it ends of like just like randomly walking away like rad. Like he's about to just go on a run now that he's on his own finally. Yeah, he's about to go crazy. He finally broke away from Byron holding him back from going solo. He's yeah, he's definitely going to go. uh wild but no um really like jetman this time because it like ends too with um the whole team's out for dinner and guy and cowrie are the most done because when cowrie's like hey guy i think you're saving he's like yep i I love saving my friends (laughs) (laughs) you're done dude you both admitted this point and then um him and ryu get milk and mccallan in a wild cup for warm milk it's great it's like, it's like a weird triangle metal cup yeah and like they ex- like they order each other's drink and then they exchange drinks i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's kind of up there with like um the uh handshake from predator yeah and hot milk no sugar like what who gets sugar in their milk? Yeah, I'm like, wait, what is going on here? No sugar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that's how it ends. And um, I am really big here. I was like, man, this show just knows, makes every episode count. Yeah, it's probably my favorite episode out of four. What do you think of this whole uh, watching three shows thing? It's a little weird at times, but I yeah. like it. It's a lot, um, but lowering it down to one episode each for the other ones are, is definitely helping. But That would have been bad to not oh do, I think. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a tough ask. Uh, can you imagine watching two Build and two Jetman and two Geats? Yeah. Sheesh. 
But no, um, for this time, though, Senpai, you said that uh, Jetman was your favorite show, you think, of the bunch? Yeah, I think Jetman. It's hard. But it's, like, there's so much, like, cool, like, classical shit in it, like, the mm-hmm. like, 90s aesthetic. But um, our big questions, though, who are your top three favorite characters this time? Uh, Damn, so number three is a tough, tough, tough one for me. Mm. I give it to the uh, what's what's her name? Baroba or Saya though? Yeah, yeah, Baroba, yeah, yeah, Baroba. Um, I kind of liked her being a heel for the Jamato uh, debut. Always like new characters being introduced. Uh, number two would be Transa, and then number one would be Rad for me. Mm. Man, nothing for Seto's dad. That character we know who pats his head sometimes. Yeah, Bill, I don't think Bill's going to make a top three uh, pl- placement, so probably like the finale or something. Unless they turn it around and we like it, and we're like, oh man, the great character work this episode. Yeah, they're cutting it close. Number three, probably, I think it might go, um, I really liked Michinaga this time, like Buffa. He was mm. doing a lot. He's definitely like... <laughs> He's definitely not sure what he's doing right now. He's kind of like, I guess I'm dead. I'm becoming a monster. He's like, got a lot going on. Yeah, I'm a fan of the whole Jamato division. I'm going to treat it like it's like the old WCW. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the NWO. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I was like, ah. And I hope they don't get too many members, though. Yeah. Hmm. I guess um, for two, man, uh, I'd probably give that... um to Transa too, because Transa's whole thing is starting to split where he like grew up just to be the most powerful and be in charge. And now he's like lost his strongest weapon. He's bled. He's like, Oh no, he's like unhinged now. I forget. He was a little kid until you said that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Remember? I forgot that happened. Oh my God. Over. What was it? Before? Cause it was bullying him or some shit. He, he, um, his plan to have ants eat cows and people like went wrong so instead they like said go suck your mom's tits that he went in a cave and his muscles bulged oh my god uh, and that's great that is <laughs> a good DBZ villain right there so Maddie turns into an adult mm-hmm. and like his first episode back he just like beat everybody in challenges like golf and like eating and everything remember that yeah <laughs> Well, no. Um, number one, Rad. He's just at the end of the episode, like he's like Unhinged. walking through this overpass. Like there's this whole scene of him, like just like his sword is shaking as he's fighting Transa, and he's like, "I know you're gonna kick my ass, but I'm still gonna try and kill you." Mm-hmm. Love Rad right now. Best outfits though. Best outfit. Um, I I kind of like. I gotta go to reference the characters real quick. Um, uh, what's my guy's name? Shiramu, Shirami. Oh, uh, the new GM. Yeah, yeah. I never said his uh his fit yet, but the the sunglasses are a peak for me. Oh yeah, where he's like constantly changing like one lens and like peeking yeah. around. I like the vibes. This is the first time where I noticed that uh the the uh Jetman when they're in their flight suits, uh they all have gloves of their color, like not just guys like black gloves, but, like. Uh, like Raida has like yellow gloves and like um, for Akko she has blue gloves and for like Kaoru she has like pink gloves or like that a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good flair there. Oh, but uh, we skipped actually our our favorite Toku moments. So it was yours this uh, whole chunk episodes. 
Mm, favorite toku moment. Mm. <laughs> uh, transit bleeding from his forehead. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Um, I like the big making a crucifix in the air with your lasers attack from uh, Naramu on to Buffa. That yeah, that's tough. That is us, though. We've talked fully and gone through these episodes and these shows. Uh, next time is uh, 2223 of Geats uh, and 46 of both Build and Jetman. Um, two people that were wondering, we're not going to worry about the Build movie right now, even though it takes place between episode 45 and 46. I doubt that matters much. Um, and yeah. Um, and next week on the uh, book club is our last change around episode. So do uh, check out that. It's those last five episodes, uh, 35 through um, 39. And then after that, uh, we are going on to uh, Shogeki Goraigan, which is a miniseries from 2013 that we know next to nothing about besides who made it. Uh, we're like very excited to watch a adult-themed like, miniseries like that. But for now, Senpai, though, where can we find you when you're not talking about uh, Tokusatsu? Uh, sometimes you can find me on Twitter and sometimes you can find me on TikTok at Kobasidic Senpai whenever I do posts. Where can I find you, Kip? Yeah, you can find me um, on co-host at James D um, on Twitter at James Forge. The podcast uh, at Common Ride on co-host at Common Ride with me on Twitter. Uh, there's also at Common Ride with me on Instagram if we ever uh, have new stuff there, which might soon, you know. But also... Uh, please check out comrade.com for episodes and articles slash episodes uh, for links out to uh, di- different platforms. Uh, please rate and review on a podcast. Please uh, go to uh, slash merch for links to our merch and uh, know that all proceeds there go to good charities like trans lifeline. Uh, there is a podcast at comrade.com where you're sending questions. Uh, we answered some questions on the uh, book club. Do you have any uh, questions too about maybe uh, what we might be missing about build or maybe, um, what you want us to think about um, as the show ends. Um, I know there's probably just from context, there's some spoilers for at least one of these shows that are pretty major. Please don't include those. Cause like, I don't know what they are, but I do know there's major spoilers if that makes sense. So in the end though, senpai, what lessons have we learned today? If you're going to order hot milk, don't get it with sugar. I like my milk like I like my women (laughs) (laughs) alright good night everyone good day peace guys that makes a lot more sense